eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go! Oh, hi there. Welcome to the Boomer and Carton post-game, what do we call this? Post-game, post-game podcast. Take two. Take two. Uh, my name is Al Dukes, and with me today is Eddie Scazzeri. Hi, Eddie. Oh, hi, podcast people. Yes, normally uh, Jerry Recco does this, and he always he takes the lead, too. Like, he does the intro and the mm-hmm. outro professionally. Yeah, as because a, he's the professional broadcaster. Well, he's a broadcaster, yes, so it's very awkward for me to do it. But he is in a Maryland for Rutgers uh, basketball. Yes. Rutgers uh, Maryland Terps. Yeah, they'll get destroyed tonight. Oh, is that right? You're Probably. a big college. Uh, you're a big college sports guy. You would know that. Uh, well, I mean, I'm more of a college football fan, but right, I understand that Rutgers will not beat Maryland. I heard someone uh, on ESPN yesterday. They were referencing the number of Rutgers football players in this upcoming Super Bowl. Yes, and the guy goes, "This is the sports anchor." He goes, "Um, or Sports Center anchor." He goes, strange considering what a horrendous program Rutgers is. Well, a lot of those guys. That's not nice. No, it isn't. And, you know, they have struggled uh, since uh, Shiano left. Uh, But when he was there, they actually had, obviously, NFL talent. And you look at those guys, uh, McCourty. McCourty, The the McCourty twins. And and Sanu uh, and, you know, Ray Rice back in the day. You know, they had legitimate NFL talent. So I don't. Know how what the uh, the age of the uh, the youngest one is, but you know that that Shiano recruiting bit that lasted quite a while. And he was buddies with Belichick. Belichick would come down and watch the practices. Right. Felt like he knew those players better. That's mm-hmm. why he would end up taking more Rutgers guys than normal. Right. But enough about sports, Eddie. Let's All get right. down to. I have a couple of topics here that I that I think you could uh, talk about. Sure. Uh, they also happen to be the weird stories I found today. Okay. Uh, one, a couple interesting things about this one. Uh, this is uh, Folsom, California. From the uh, Johnny Cash song? Folsom well, that's what I was wondering. Prison is Folsom Blues, yeah. Prison in that uh, California? Yes. Well, there's a man who owns a restaurant. His his last name is Fat, like a fat person. Okay. Fat. The name of his place is Fat's Asian Bistro. Okay. All right, so Mr. Fat owns this place. All right. Uh, he's been a is guest. It F-A-T or P-H? F-A-T, like the actual just fat. Okay. 
I'm not sure if my name was Fat, I would name my restaurant Fat, but all right, he is. Sure, it'll work. Fat's Asian Bistro. Mm -hmm. Well, he's been a guest on the local news because his restaurant, uh, Fat's Asian Bistro, uh, this is something that went around uh, Facebook. A uh, woman was uh, dining in there, and she, her story is she saw a rat running by her feet while she was dining in there. That's unfortunate. Unfortunate. She told the server, and then when the woman got her receipt for the meal, her receipt said, uh, seen rat, and it was a $30 discount off of her meal. Oh, okay. So it went around Facebook because it actually is printed out on the receipt, quote, seen rat. Mm-hmm. And let me see. They knocked off $30.95. Now, was that written on or was that actually typed on? It was on? typed in. So That's they had to amazing. put it in the computer. So it was quite a, uh, a, quite a bill. Uh, so was, they knocked $30 off of a uh, $85 bill mm-hmm. for, quote, seen rat. Now, for you, would that be worth it for you? <laughs> $30 for seen rat? Uh, no, I would want to not pay at all. Right. Because I've had that experience, you know, when I was in college, I remember one time I saw a cockroach at a uh, Olive Garden. Just freaks you out. In Terre Haute, Indiana. Yes. So, 100 years ago. Uh-huh. And uh, when I reported it, we all of us got our meals free. Ah. But then the thing starts to happen where when people, especially college kids, get word that a restaurant will give you a free meal if you mm-hmm. see a cockroach, right. then everyone starts pretending yeah. that they right. saw a cockroach. And they'll bring in fake roaches. Yes. Yeah. Um, but it does, your question of would that be enough if I, if I quote seen a rat, $30 is not enough. No. Yeah. For you, no. For a rat. But I will tell you as strange and, uh, uh, germaphobic as I am, Mm -hmm. I have gotten a fly in my salad to which I simply took it out. And continued eating my salad. That actually surprises the hell. Yes, it's very strange. I understand. Also, I've had a hair in a salad, Mm -hmm. which I removed and continued eating. Again, that shocks me. Right. I don't know why. I just assume that these things happen. Well, of course they do. So do rats and roaches. And once it's removed, though, I feel like problem solved. Mm -hmm. The difference for me, a rodent, that is a full-on animal. It is, for sure. And I don't want seen rats running around a restaurant and then still eating there. Now, I wonder if you were at a restaurant and you saw the union rat, mm-hmm. would you get a discount? The yeah. big blow-up rat? The big inflatable union rat, which and I we said, love. Listen, I'm coming... Right. In New York City, if the unions feel like you're uh, messing with the union mm-hmm. or not following... Or you're not using a union where you right. should, right? They put a giant blow-up rat on your sidewalk. It's tremendous. So you're suggesting if I see that out of business, if I do go in there for lunch, I should get a discount because I'm crossing some sort of Oh, for sure. Especially if they're protesting that restaurant for whatever reason. I can't imagine. Right. I don't know if there's a restaurant union. There probably is. Sorry if there is. Yes. I do love the inflatable rat. Oh, it's tremendous. It's tremendous. And there's been one outside of our building at one time with some Verizon. I forget what the deal was. I took a, I remember taking a photo of it years ago, the the big rat. I just wonder how they get that. Like in the morning, do you get a call? Uh, Eddie, we're going to need you to take the inflatable rat. Oh, we need the rat. And we, oh, we're going to need the rat. Now we're going to need the rat for another location later on. So you're going to have to get the rat back down. I've, I have, uh, I've come to learn there are multiple 
blow up Union Rack. Yes. And there are there one is the huge giant one, which I oh. guess is for big events, but there are slightly different size ones. And do you think they mean different things? Like this is you are using the union, but you're not treating them properly, or this rats forward not using a union at all? I would think the the largest one would be just for the for the big things, right? Like teamsters, teamsters. Or of course, they would maybe just kill you instead. But the right, so with the rat in right. the front. Uh, yeah. So I will not. I will, now, will you complain if you're in a restaurant and it not, of course, if you saw a rat, you would. But let's say you saw a cockroach crawling on the wall of the booth you're in. You're in a booth. Yeah. What's your situation I, I there? Might like it just would would freak me out i i might ask to move mm-hmm. and i would tell them i wouldn't make a big stink about it you wouldn't would, get up and leave i wouldn't be a jack or demand a free meal and no no i would no never right but i might ask to leave because i'd be like looking over my shoulder right the whole time oh can i sit at a table in the middle yes <laughs> where know? there'd be less a chance of a cockroach yes. now they did speak to this man fat let me get his first name for you eddie good luck kevin fat oh okay Kevin Fat on the news. Now, listen, he faced, they put his name on it. He faced the music. He went on the news. Mm-hmm. He said, listen, not heard of having rats before at Fat's Asian Bistro. We called in pest control. They saw no um, evidence of uh, rats. There mm-hmm. was no poop around. Uh, the, he thinks it was bad weather. Perhaps the rat just came in from out of the rain. In Possible. California. California. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, because of all the rain, the floods and all Yes, that. the floods. Rats do not Could like be. a flood. Or possible also that because some people have pet rats. Mm-hmm. Some people also feed rats to their pet snakes. Right. But maybe this was just in someone's bag and it got out somehow. Now, I don't know if you're a big uh, Chinese food guy, like yes, American I, I Chinese. Yes, I enjoy the, the Chinese food. Just a heads up what this person ordered. Uh, mm-hmm. They got the orange chicken, which I never understood what that was, orange it's, chicken. You know, it's like the, the sort of the deep fried chicken with a little orange flavor. Sometimes they'll put a little like orange peel. You'll now, see it. What's the there. difference between that and sweet and sour? I figure uh, I feel like that's orange sauce. It's an orange colored sauce. But so it's, it's a different. different that, totally. Yes. All right. This person got the orange chicken Genghis Khan beef. Mm. Uh, garlic green beans. Okay. And they went with the white rice. Yeah, see, I would go fried rice. Yeah, me too. You got to go fried, fried rice. rice. Pork fried rice, 100%. I just wonder, like, the the manager on duty who made this call, where they came up with the $30.95. Mm. They're very specific. Maybe they took, like, a percentage of the bill off. Probably. I, I was mm. just thinking that. All right. We, they, could have, we have calculators and stuff. We could probably we could figure, figure it out. out. But who cares? I'll let someone on Twitter figure that yeah. out if they tweet me the answer, sure. what percentage they got off for the uh, for their uh, scene or rat. Mm-hmm. Here's, uh, you know, you're familiar with Mars, uh, not the planet, the uh, candy company. M&M Mars? M&M Mars, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mars is investigating. Now, this, this story is a little bit confusing, and you'll see why in a few moments. They're investigating. Uh, there was, a, there was a, a truck accident on a highway in Wisconsin. And lots of red Skittles covered the road. I did hear about this. My wife actually told me about this story. Ooh, maybe you have more details than I have, or vice versa. Well, that they, uh, I heard that they were uh, Skittles that were somehow defective. They didn't have the S on them or something like that. Yes, the the M and M Mars says that the the plant had a power outage. And uh, they spit out the Skittles without putting the S on them. So in their world, that's no good. They're no good. Right. It would be like an M&M without the M. Right. Need the M's. You have to have it. Right. What else had you heard about this I one? I had heard that, therefore, they were, rather than just throwing it out, I guess there are some 
uh, farms or cattle farms that they will use that sort of stuff as filler to the feed that they are giving their cattle. Right. So this truckload of, let's call them fiddles, mm-hmm. uh, were then delivered to this, or were going to be delivered to the cow farm for right. them to eat. Now, uh, the Mars company said they don't know where where these Skittles were going because the factory they came from, they do not give the Skittles out for uh, cattle feed, mm-hmm. but they do admit that some of their other plans do. Right. So they are. So the thing that bothered me is that our cows are eating Skittles. Yes, that's what I'm to believe. Well, I mean, and, and if you ask me, you have your, you know, you hear the phrase "corn-fed cattle." Right. They're eating corn. Skittle-fed. Ooh, that sounds like mm. it could be some good beef. Like sweet. Yeah. Like a nice sweet beef. Exactly. Yeah, people get up in arms with cows eating corn. Mm-hmm. They don't like the, the corn because they think it's not as healthy as eating grass. Well, the free-range situation. Right, where they yeah. were able to roam around and eat grass. Yeah, and if you're talking about the quality of life for these animals, yes. I mean, they're being raised, sadly, for slaughter. I mean, not sadly. Like, I, I could never kill the cow myself. Right. You know, put a bolt gun next to his head. Sure, no, that's no good. But I, I'm not a vegetarian. I right. eat beef. I just don't want to think about the animal being killed for right. it, but that's just the way things are. I want to think about my cattle eating Skittles because that's happy. Yeah, that's a happy. Right, exactly. So right before they get the bulk gun to their head, they're having nice Skittles. I was reading this too. Sometimes they'll take the Skittles and things like it. They'll melt it down, make it a syrup, and pour it on the corn feed. Mm-hmm. You probably do that with your dogs, right? Where you pour <laughs> yeah. not Skittles, yeah. but something uh, like if your dogs eat regular dog food or whatever kind of dog food they eat. Origin. All right, origin. Maybe if you had a like a gravier sauce situation, maybe you pour a little bit well, on their dog food. Give I'm them a little only, treat. Uh, no, I do not do that. Oh, you don't do I that. would only have to do that to like, you, you do that to entice a dog who's a finicky eater. Yes. To try to eat, but I have Labradors and I can barely get the bowl down without them. Oh, they're hungry. Yeah, they're drooling all over the place, so. Would you now? You do raise dogs. Would you recommend dogs eating just Skittles? Yeah, absolutely not. Oh, you would not. No, I actually our, our dogs don't get any people food. That's no part table of the, food. The seeing eye, right? The seeing eye is rules, and you want a good guide dog that's going to be drooling in a restaurant. Blah blah exactly. blah. Exactly. The one exception is we, you know, the little fruit clementines. Yes, they're like the uh, mini oranges. Yes, and bananas. When we have a clementine or a banana, we do give them a piece of the clementine or a banana. And why can't dogs eat chocolate? That doesn't make sense. There's it's delicious. Some, yeah, but there's some chemical naturally occurring in the chocolate, which has a very negative reaction for dogs. Also, grapes. Right. Because they could choke yeah. on them. No. Oh. No, there's some. And some dogs, you know, there are dogs who have eaten grapes and been fine. And then other dogs who have one grape and they die and go into kidney failure. Uh, it's really strange. Also, uh, onions and garlic, anything in the uh, the allium family, those things have some compounds that are dangerous for canids. We had a dog growing up, uh, a couple, well, we had this dog, uh, Alex, he was like a mixed terrier mm-hmm. dog, and he ate a lot of uh, very odd things growing up. Uh, the mm-hmm. one time my mother was uh, making uh, chicken wings, yes. so she had raw chicken wings on the table, and he jumped up and grabbed one and, and helped s- himself. swallowed it. Yeah, swallowed a raw chicken wing, yes. and we were all wa- wondering, how was that bone going to come out of his butt? And I guess it did. I, I guess it did. Well, I mean, think about it. in the wild, <laughs> if they, you know, 
hunting, you know, their ancestors hunting yeah. and killing and crunching bones, and, you know, so. So maybe, but he seemed to inhale that without crunching yeah, the bones. Yeah. Right, probably because he wanted to, let me get, let me swallow this before they pry my mouth open right. and take it out. He knew there was a problem. It, right. Another time the dog ate an entire layer cake, chocolate layer cake. Mm-hmm. And which we talk about chocolate, he didn't have a problem. But when we came home, the, um, the layer cake he took it off the, the 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 table in the you know those white boxes that you get in the yes, bakery, right? And and he, while I guess he tried eating the cake while trying to push it up against the wall for leverage, yes, and then went down the entire wall with the, the chocolate layer, and smeared icing, <laughs> yeah, and then did not lick the wall to help you. Did out. not lick the wall to help us out. No, so dogs very dangerous things. And I cut this out of the newspaper today, and I'm trying to figure out why I did. Okay, you know what. I, this is probably like four o'clock in the morning. Right. You had your little uh, granny glasses on. I had my granny glasses on, my old man, the Santa glasses, and I and I cut this out of the paper for the podcast, and I'm not sure why. It's a, a woman in Australia who's going for the who wants to go for the world record of longest legs. Okay. Her legs are 51 and a half inches. Now, how many feet is that? That's four feet. Three and a half inches. Four feet, three and a half inches of leg alone. Yeah. That seems crazy. Yeah, and there, there's, you would think there's like a, a a porn subcategory that, you know, she could star in. Right. She's six feet, two inches tall. Mm-hmm. And four of those feet are leg. That's a lot of leg. It's a lot of leg. Oh, there's definitely a, a fetish with, yes. well, we definitely know about feet. Yeah, for sure. Uh, legs, for sure. Right. Uh, there's amputee fetishes uh, as well. Strangely, yes. Yes. So this woman, she's she's in Australia, and she's pretty sure she has the record in Australia, mm-hmm. uh, but she also thinks the U.S. as well. And it had come up on the show today, as it has, has in the past a number of times, about tall people dying early. Yes. That's Craig's theory. Right. That people that are really tall die early. Well, it's not so much the tall. It's the whole gigantism. Like, you know, that's what Andre the Giant, yes. people who are afflicted in that matter, uh, they don't live long. No. But this gal looks like she's loving life. Look at her, Eddie. Look how tall and... My goodness. Very attractive, it, long, I, yeah. tall woman. Well, I don't know. But a world record, though, like, you know, I don't know, Manu Bull's moms, you know, she might have her beat because that guy had some... Crazy long legs. Right. Somebody had to be really tall. You would think, yeah. Now, I remember watching the Andre the Giant documentary on yes. A&E. They did a biography. You know, they used mm-hmm. to do the biographies, and mm-hmm. I saw the Andre the Giant one. I don't recall his parents being gigantic. Yeah, I think his was more, like, I think, uh, like, most of the NBA players, maybe not Manu Ball, unless that sort of runs in his family. I think it's not a case of sort of that mutation, that gigantism, or whatever yeah. the exact term is that andre the giant obviously had i think his was just a mutation but andres and and by the way did you enjoy him in the princess bride you know i never saw princess really? bride yeah that's strange because i you're know such an andre the giant fan i'm a big andre the giant fan and it's sort of a you know it's sort of a i guess a a, a classic yes air quotes uh film was big john stud in that as well no he was not oh he was not no i really thought he was uh, you know he might have been i don't another know tall I wrestler know yeah, you wouldn't know if you you wouldn't know Big John Stud the way people know Andre the Giant, right? Wrestling prowess. I, I remember uh, as a kid looking at a picture of Andre the Giant holding Warner Wolf 
yes. in his arm. In the crook of his arm. Yes, you could Google that photo. Yes. Andre the Giant. There's also, yeah, if you start Googling and you get caught in a trap of Andre the Giant mm-hmm. photos, sure. it's amazing because there's Andre holding a can of beer and it looks like just like he's got a, a Dixie cup in his right. hand. It was kind of like when we had that uh, giantess, if you will, uh, in with us. I forget her name. Uh, Isis the Amazon. There you go. And she was uh, basically almost holding Nick Colombo, yes. former tape editor. I have a photo of her. Have uh, She has uh, Nick and I each in a headlock in each of her arms. Mm-hmm. The, the thing I most remember about her, not that she was a, a large, giant wrestling woman, mm-hmm. was very heavy on the perfume. Yes, I do remember that. Yeah. And she was Isis the Amazon before Isis started causing all this trouble. So Correct, she probably is, had to change her uh, name. Yeah, that would be unfortunate for her. Yeah. Not a lot of things like wrestling is a big thing you could get into if you're large. Uh, yes. Like her. She didn't have a lot of career options probably. Right. Well, I mean, you know, she could have been in terms of uh, maybe like public performance perhaps. Oh, but you're saying she could have been a, a neuros- accountant. Yeah, right. Or a neuroscientist or, you know, whatever. I thought you were going to say neurosurgeon, like or an that. Andre the Giant type coming in to operate well, on actually, you. that would be tough. The actual surgery with, yeah. the, with the big fingers. Big, large fingers, yeah. Tough. You got to be very have very small, agile fingers for that. Like yours. I do have agile <laughs> fingers. All right, Eddie, that is the, what do we call this? The Boomer and Carton postgame show. Jerry will be back tomorrow. Alrighty. Coming up next is the warm-up show I did with uh, CeeLo. Yes. Chris Lopresti, who was filling in. It's already edited, by the way. Oh, nice. Okay. And that begins right after you and I each say see ya. So why don't you go first, then I'll go, then the warm-up show. See ya! It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. Oh, hi there. Al Duke's here. Normally I do this with Jerry Recco, but he is with Rutgers down in uh, Maryland for basketball. So Chris Lopresti joins me. Hello there, Chris. Oh, hi, Al. Good morning. How are you? And Chris, you'll be doing the updates uh, for Jerry today during the program. I will, yes. I have a couple items here for you. One, uh, that guy who pulled the fire alarm uh, in the Steelers hotel room, uh, well, he was eventually caught by the police. Now, tried to flee in the getaway car. It didn't work out so well for him. Yeah. So he supposedly was at this party, right, with his buddies and thought, I'll go pull the fire alarm, and then that way the Steelers won't be able to sleep mm. and the Patriots will win. So they concoct this plan where they're going to drop him off. He's going to go up into the hotel, pull the alarm, and come running out to a getaway car. And I guess his buddies thought better of that and then left him there. So when he was caught by police... He, he said, quote, I'm drunk, I'm stupid, I'm a Pats fan. But now he's got to go to court. Of course. So explain this. I'm not a lawyer, so maybe I don't understand this. I'm not either. In case oh, you're you not? No. Oh, all right. Did not have a law background. So he goes, uh, they, they, he pleads not guilty. You just said I'm dumb, I'm drunk, I'm a Patriots well, fan. Well, he was under the influence then, Al. You know, once but you, he came to his senses and so, realized... The, the gravity he, of the situation. That he shouldn't have pulled the, the alarm. Well, that he wasn't going to throw himself under the bus, you know? Now, don't Legal these alarms... Counsel. Remember, like, when we were... Well, when I was a kid, you're a much younger fella. Oh, yeah. The fire alarms always have, like, this yellowy sort of uh, paste. Eddie probably knows what I'm talking about. That yellowy thing where that way, if you pulled the fire alarm as a prank... It would be on your fingers. Oh, I'm not sure I'm familiar with that. Guilty. Now, I've never pulled a fire alarm, oh. so perhaps that's why 
I'm not aware. Yes. But I know that usually the white the, the white lever. Yes, the white lever. Some sort of casing. Right, you got to break some right. glass. Yeah. You got to pull some alarms. But it worked because the Steelers lost. Yeah, I'm sure that's why. Well, it was that's partially they, they, they were yeah. awake in the middle of the night, 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, well, now a couple things with this. Number yes. one, you said, well, he came up with this plan. He was at a party. He was drunk. Are you of the belief that no one from within the New England Patriots organization... No one had a hand in this. Yes, I'm a thousand percent. Even though this has happened many times in the past yes. to various visiting no. opponents. Are you suggesting Bill Belichick phoned this clown uh, and goes, Maybe not uh, Bill. But, I know you, you guys know. are having uh, <laughs> natural lights uh, at a party. Why don't one of you go down and hey, yank listen, on the fire alarm? Wouldn't that be the great cover for them? Like, I, what I are we don't think about this kid. He was at a party. I don't know. This kid would talk, though. Yeah. This is also the time of uh, the year. We've got two weeks between uh, the Super Bowl and nothing going it's on. never ending. Which has got to be the worst for, like, a Bill Belichick who doesn't like to answer real questions, <laughs> no less stupid questions. Uh, but the, the beginning, things are starting to come out, such as uh, yesterday uh, we find out that Tom Brady and uh, Matt Ryan are, uh, quote, text buddies. Yeah, they're apparently very close. Matt Ryan, of course, went to Boston College, right. just outside of uh, Boston, not far from Foxborough. And I think they used to work out together in the off season, if I'm not mistaken. They lift so, weights together? Well, whatever it is, they might be doing football-related, weightlifting so they're they're old friends. The texting Mutual relationship. Respect. The texting relationship is always weird to me because the person with higher stature, so that would be Tom. Of course. Even though Matt Ryan will probably win the MVP. He's got it. you gotta bow to Brady though. You're that. bowing to Brady. Right. Yeah. In those relationships, because I know like I have certain if I'm texting with like say Boomer, I'm bowing to that mm. relationship. Right. The the more famous person, in this case Tom Brady. You can't, like, Matt Ryan can't initiate the texts, I don't think. Because otherwise, chances are those texts are going unanswered. Yeah, I suppose. Like, I text Boomer, I will hear nothing back. Yeah. But if Boomer texts me, I'm immediate yeah, response. You have to. Immediate response. I mean, what do you, how many minutes do you think you'd get away with it before he'd, you know, give you a hard time about it? That if he texts me at any yeah, answer? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What's, uh, the, what's the threshold? If it was something important right away, okay. then I'd get the phone call. Well, I would imagine it's always important when he's texting you, right? No, sometimes he'll text me things that uh, he hears on the radio or oh, really? something. Yeah, Just occasionally. Some, some banter, some friendly banter. Which means wow. he has to be bored. I think the rule is <laughs> as long as he is still holding his phone, then it's okay. But as soon as he puts it down, yeah, yeah, no, then too late. can't be bothered, right? Right. So in those weird texting relationships, like Matt Ryan, I'm sure, has lobbed a few texts that went completely unanswered. I suppose. I mean, Brady being a guy that's always breaking down the film and he's working all the time. He's I mean, busy. he can't be he can't be bothered answering a fellow NFL quarterback. But then, if Brady texts you, you have to text back right away, right, out of respect. And Brady always ends the conversation mm. because even if you respond back as a Matt Ryan type, that last one's going to go unanswered. Then you know, okay, that's it's over. got the last word. I never know when a text conversation is over. Oh, I'm kind of rethinking our texting relationship yeah. now. It's not often, right? But there are times where, and now, of course, in in our between you and I, I have to bow to you. Yeah, I'm an older you are gentleman, the older, more famous, established definitely, guy, definitely more famous. And there have definitely been times where you know I'm up early and I'm listening to the show and something. I don't like a song you play, or right, I, or whatever. 
So I'm going to rethink this You'll now. text me. I'll text you back. Right. Then you'll respond, and I'm done with it. Yeah, that. but I'm wondering even if that initial, me initiating that is probably, you know, if you're in here with Eddie and you're busy, you've got a million things to do. You're screening calls, making sure the guys have the right reads, right. and you're dealing with Eddie, and all of a sudden I'm bothering you at 630 in the morning. You're probably like. I mean, yeah, that's dude, a breach of yeah, protocol. Yeah. Right. In I'm the like, future, just wait for the text. Hey, the guys want to beat you up about your right, Jets yeah. coverage. Well, that's not a text. That's just a call. Like, oh, oh good morning, Seal. Uh, the fellows would like to talk oh, to you on the uh, air. Real quick. And I'll be like, what What about? Uh, oh, it's real know, the quick. Jets. It's about the Jets. Put your right on. <laughs> yeah, Manish right. has a story. Why don't you? Yeah. 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 We'll put your right on. And then in more. Um, sort of uh, social media situations. You know the story with this. Uh, I followed this. I was fascinated by this immediately when I was watching uh, The Bachelorette last season, mm. as I always do. Uh, and um, Aaron Rodgers' brother, Jordy, was on there and revealed that they had a bad relationship with yeah. Aaron. Boy, and that's then, taken on a life of its own. Well, listen, it was a hometown date where the he and The Bachelorette went b- back to his hometown. They met the parents, the brothers. They all kind of look like Aaron Rodgers without the beard. Mm. And then uh, we found out he doesn't speak to the family, and they all blame Olivia Munn. Uh, well, she came out on the Instagram yesterday, and she Instagrammed a photo of a note she wrote, hand note. Handwritten. Handwritten, Impressive. yes. Uh, thanking Packer fans for supporting their, quote, off-field adversity. Mm, very vague. Very well, we vague. We all know what she's referencing. She's referencing the Rogers family. Yep. And then she liked on Instagram... And you double tap that to get the heart, Sila. Is that right? Yeah. She liked uh, comments when people were trashing the Rogers family. So it's like she's not going to go out of her way to go on record with a comment about right. all this and openly bash the family. But, but she's she, liking. Yeah. She's people. circumvented. She's she's found a way to make it known how she right. feels. I respect that. If I'm the Rogers family, I try to get back into his good graces. From what's from for what reason? Other because than he's financial famous. gain. Yeah, oh, financial yeah. Well, gain. See, Mainly for financial gain. That's what I would do if well, the dad only. opened up in that New York Times piece recently. Yeah, that was thing? not right. He did that during the, their playoff run. That just didn't seem like a, a thing that should have been mm. done. Well, you want him to come to, to rekindle with his son just because he's famous. So now right. you're, you're going to bury him for trying to maximize the, the 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 exposure. That's a good the point. Publicity. By the way, we've buried the lead here. You don't Which even. Which is what. That that you are locked in on the Bachelorette. Oh, the Bachelorette. I mean, you're at hometown date. You know right. all that stuff, and you're big on that. Wow. I'm on to the new one now. This year it's Bachelor. I was going to say, do you watch both sides? Yeah, Bachelor is better because uh, women fighting with women is uh, they're more entertaining than the just seeing like twelve shirtless guys. Yeah. you know, on television fighting over a woman. Yes. So I would agree. Yeah, I'm on that. The problem is that show's two hours long every week. It's like, come on, man. Like, they can shrink that down. Of course they can. And your boy that hosts, is the, guy, the same guy still hosting? Yeah, still hosting. He's so dramatic. Yeah. He's got to step in at the end. And he broke up with his, he and his wife divorced yeah. a few years ago. So do I need him, you know, he's probably trying to be the matchmaker here? And He's probably me. trying to pick up the girls that didn't get roses. <laughs> that's but Maybe that's why they got divorced. And I'll give you one more internet thing. And and I wouldn't have thought this if you told me this out loud, but when I saw photos, so I'm going to need you. You're probably driving now in your car when you get to work. Google this. The Internet seems to think that Troy Aikman <laughs> and Jay-Z uh, have the same face. Yeah. And that sounds bizarre. Yeah. But if you put them together, and people have done this already on the Internet, they half-face them like one half-face Jay-Z. 
one half face Troy Aikman. Little, little split screen action. Split screen action. They do look very similar. I agree. I saw the same thing. It's one you've been looking at Troy Aikman for how many years, right? Years. And it's never occurred to you until someone else. So there's someone out there. We got who knows the guy's name or On the woman's internet. name, whatever that started this, right? The same way. An right. inside joke starts or whatever. Or new. So someone out there decided, I'm going to throw this out. And now here we are. And it's become a national story. And right. it's the kind of thing where I looked at it after hearing that. And I said, you know what? So they're on to something there. They are on to something. Uh, Boomer and Carton coming up Twelve next. shirtless oh. guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eddie. Goodbye. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. Back on the fan, Chris Lepresti in for Jerry Recco this morning. Boomer and Carton coming up momentarily. Quick Monday night recap. Knicks blew a 17-point lead. Got a late bucket from Carmelo Anthony to beat the Pacers on the road, 109-103. Spurs beat up the Nets without four of their regulars, 112-86. Third straight win for the Rangers, 3-2 over the Kings at the Garden. Tonight, you got the Devils hosting L.A. That's on the fan at 650. Islanders home for Columbus. College Hoops wins for Iona and St. Peter's. Nationally third-ranked Gonzaga now 20-0. Took care of Portland, 83-64. And NC State... It's done number 17, Duke, at Cameron Indoor, 84-82. Jerry's out. uh, CeeLo's in today. So uh, Jerry's uh, now now we do this update or warm-up show without Jerry. So CeeLo treated Jerry like Jerry treated Carlin. Just jump in and take his job and do everything he does. Exactly. Out. That's why you got to come to work during the week. That's what I say. Take advantage of opportunities. And I want to share this real quickly. Manute Bull has a son. Uh, who's seven feet tall. Naturally. Now, he, he scored 21 points the other night in his high school game. Yeah. First of all, at seven feet tall in high school, you should score more than 21 points. But his name is Bowl Bowl. <laughs> it's the NFL on FAN this <laughs> Sunday night at 730 for the Pro Bowl from Orlando.